be a man growing up with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool to dream sitting down by the street that leads him to the corpus bay. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I want to go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can Come away, come away. All right. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. It's the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse. It sounds like a that's a really radio-y kind of live kind of intro. Welcome, it's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old pin shack on the back of the ranch. But we call it home every Sunday morning, 7 to 9 live. Or for all of you following us on our um, podcast, we are here 24-7, 365 on your favorite podcast platform. Please share us with your friends. Um, but we love doing this live. We love having our live listeners on. My name is TJ Graney, and uh, in the bunkhouse with me today is the Beef. Beef. Oh, oh beef, yeah. You're, huh? you're wearing a, a, is that a burnt orange jacket? No. It's a, is that it's kind of a safety orange? <laughs> yeah, I want to, I want to, I've decided I want to be seen. So okay, well, you know. there's there's plenty of canvas there to. Oh to man, <laughs> uh, Cody Ryan is not in the house. He's on his way back from the very first uh, 2022 NPFL National Pro Fish Professional Fishing League uh, event in Kentucky, and they made it all the way to Nashville, I think, last night. And and, uh, and they're on their they're on their way back from the from the tournament and so that's exciting and uh road rash is the ranch hand that gets here early every day or every saturday anyway oh. and uh gets the gate open for us fires up the old pot belly stove which is really critical this time of year and uh put some foil on that coat hanger out front that gets <laughs> our signal out and broadcast uh i was looking at the weather so i have I have places around the country on my phone that I like to look at the weather. Do you do you have more than just your local area on your phone? Uh, you have other places. Of course. Who doesn't? Yeah. You know? <laughs> I don't know. I, I just I thought it was uniquely me, but I'm finding out it's yeah, not. But it's, uh, so Apple just did that for you, TJ. They uh they're like, Oh, we're gonna install this app for him. So Lynchburg, Virginia. <laughs> no, I didn't mean that. McDoofus. Oh man, here we go. Shot fired. I have have Lynchburg. It's 41 in Lynchburg and cloudy. Almost the same as it is here in 
beautiful Smithville, Texas. Uh, Estes Park. I have Estes Park in here. 24 degrees at Estes Park. And it's, uh, that's it. Oh, Carson City is 31 degrees. Today. So it's Nevada, all around right? the country. Carson City, Nevada. Why do I have Carson City on there? <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm not going to complain about the cool weather. Last week, I was working on the farm and covered in sweat, and it was sticking to the sawdust that I was schlinging off of my skill saw, and I told myself, I will not complain if it gets cool a couple more times before the summer comes. I am not going to complain. So that being said, uh, the, uh, the deer are wandering around again. I started seeing the deer coming back. You know how they kind of disappear for a little while after hunting season and scared. I started seeing a bunch of doe coming back and I saw some bucks that still my dog walked up the other day to the porch and dropped off a big O drop antler from somewhere. I could not find the other one, but he found one and I don't, and, and, but some of the, some of the deer at my place are still, they still have antlers. And, uh, but, but I was seeing a bunch of doe yesterday. At least I think they were doe. They look like doe, but maybe they're starting a third rut in, uh, in Smithville, you know, they're like, we're going to do it again. So I am. I wanted to announce that I am officially no longer the worst neighbor in our neighborhood. Oh, yeah! Wow, that's a big deal. Yeah, you want you want to you want to know <laughs> you why? Ask the homeowners <laughs> association. That's right. So I'm off that list, the top of the list, and wow. uh, yeah, I came home the other day and I was like, oh, man, that, even my wife said, man, did you hear that? That sounds kind of funny, doesn't it? And it was like, bah. Somebody got a goat. Oh my gosh, the neighbors have uh I guess they had nowhere else to put it. Uh FFA, you know, Future Farmers of America, oh, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. And uh it's not supposed to be there, but it was brought home. If you'd like to find a good home for it, they said yeah, without we'll take them, just bring them over. Hunt camp comes up pretty quick here. <laughs> well, that's Those what they did. I said, goats I said we'll, we'll, we'll. quite the experience. <laughs> and uh, they're like, no, Eddie has to remain alive, and we have to uh, we have to be able to have visitation light rights. Oh, uh. gosh. Did they, did they just freak out and not want to put them through the, through the sale barn? Oh, yeah. No kidding? Yep. That was it. From what I understand, Who's, who what neighbor of yours is this? I can't Give tell some... you. Not Come on. live. Is it a kid I know? Yeah. Yes, it it's is. A kid I know. Yes, it is. Yep. I'll give you that is much. It a girl? No. Is it a girl? Now, how no. many questions do you need to narrow it down? <laughs> do they live at twenty three? Are they on the right or the left side <laughs> of you? <laughs> no. It's, so, well, I'd love to take them out here at the farm. What are they going to do? No, with seriously, them? you would. Without eating them, or something. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll, I before the HOA freaks out and everybody, you know, comes in, because I've tried that before. It didn't work out very well, you know. A couple different livestock. Of course, you know how to your place, right? It's okay. Well, but, we're 
we're built for livestock. Right. Most you know, of us, most of my stuff. If this thing gets any worse, if this thing gets any worse there in, in, uh, in that whole Russia Ukraine thing, we might just have to butcher, butcher the goat out back. And <laughs> well, I don't know. It's how's it going to affect us? I mean, we could go get Bada some. Bicola. <laughs> we, uh, yeah. All right, so uh, you, you talking? Well, that's about- it. That's good. Congratulations on passing on the baton of worst neighbor, uh, yeah. In the neighborhood, but I wouldn't consider that. That's not really. See, that's only for the people who don't get it. The only people that complain about that are people that don't get it. You know, if you got a temporary deal with an FFA kid trying to move their goat from port 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 a from A to B, um, you know, it's just part of the deal now so what, what i can tell you yeah. is have having been an ffa parent for four solid years and now being the, an ffa instructor's father um uh, yeah that do- that old goat should have been bye-bye go to the sale barn and learn the lesson of bye-bye go to the sale barn well you know um when i growing up uh, being on my grandma my grandpa's farm you learned that grandma beef grandpa uh grandma and grandpa she ruled the roost but you know it uh what i learned that that exact lesson right there there's protein right oscar and meyer takes them away (laughs) (laughs) and uh did you call it protein or did you yeah you didn't call it protein Uh, hey that's what they called them they use the word protein they had to say meat or something like that no why don't you like that? Where are you? You thought? No, I I'm fine with it. It just seems like such a today word that somebody would use that, like old grandma and grandpa would say that's just meat on the bone. You know how it is. <laughs> like, that, that goat's ugly as an old mud fence. That's just meat on the bone. Let's eat them. Yeah, <laughs> let's eat them. And you learned that lesson right. that uh, about a hundred and fifty pounds to hundred eighty pounds is the perfect weight for a pig to go to Oscar Meyer, and they just. Mm. You you name them. You can name them if you want to, but they're still gonna go. And that's well, all most, there is to most it. Most FFA kids name their pets, right? Yeah, but, they name. But them. how do you I get? Mean, okay, so I'll ask you. How do you get that de- detachment? Then you know, you just, it's not a you pet. Just send them off, and you cry for a minute, and then you go start looking at the next animals that you're gonna get because you're gonna do it all over again for your second year. Yeah, well, I was taught that they were put here for a reason, and uh, you know, and we and uh, to, we rule to, to go with barbecue sauce. Or what? <laughs> that's right, pretty much, pretty <laughs> much. I mean, to fulfill their purpose in life, they need to be on a platter somewhere, not die on. Well, the... I remember that old lady that I met one time. We were talking about I don't know what we were talking about. I'll never forget it. We were talking about vegetarians or something. I don't know how we got on that topic. But she said, I got to have me a little meat somewhere on my plate. <laughs> oh, you got to like, like that. that. You sure do, man. So, yes, you were talking about uh, the weather. And uh, someone else was complaining about that in my family yesterday as I was working on their vehicle, as you probably uh, saw my text. I did. To you. I did. And uh, it's funny because my granddaughter, Hayden, she's the one that wants to help. She's the one that's out there. She was pumping on the jack, and she was in the 
in the van and she was sitting there. She wanted to hand tools. She wanted to screw things in and wrench on stuff. She's five years That's old. That's killer. So uh, she's going to be that little girl like you had sitting out in the stand with, with uh, you know, pops or grandpa. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, grandpa beefsteak. And they wanted to, uh, you know, she'll be the one that, that defies the odds of girls supposedly in the outdoors, right? I mean, you've got a whole line of, your daughter is an ambassador for that. Oh, yeah. She's a, well, it's, you know, it's, um, it's, it's a beautiful thing for a girl to learn how to take care of herself and do those kind of things with the change of tire or not be afraid. Um, I think they get taken advantage less, you know, if they go into a, a auto repair shop, they're not going to be, you know, bamboozled as easily, or if that happens, uh, and I don't, I don't think that happens all the time, you know, but well, I just think a smart girl, one that knows how to use a gun and a wrench and a hammer and not afraid of them, girl that can send her goat off to the butcher without whining about it <laughs> well see that, that i was going to say there's a parallel there right where you learn that lesson you know you can do it but you you don't have to the, the girl should the, my young do- granddaughter she should know how to do all that stuff but she should have a a, uh, a, a you know a prince come along and want to do it for her uh-huh come on and yeah, that's right. That's until right. he's not Something doing it no more. Needs to know how, how to do is go to the gun shop, McBride's Guns, and buy her own firearm. McBride's Guns, family-owned and operated local full-service firearm dealer. Whether you're looking for a new rifle, shotgun, personal carrier, special order firearm, the staff at McBride's can help. Looking for a youth model rifle or shotgun? Go where the staff is skilled and trained to help you make the right choices mcbride's guns you'll find mcbride's in the same place it's been for years corner 30th and lamar call them 472-3532 or online at mcbridesguns.com because mcbride's guns will they're our hometown gun shop so you know coming up next we're gonna i don't know if we'll hear from cody ryan or not but if not we're gonna talk a little bit about the uh oh ivy reservoir and all the records that were uh that that were taken in right yeah, and we may have um, uh, Captain Gordon Taylor calling Ooh. in to get a, uh, or no, I think he's calling in at 8 o'clock. That's so, right. He's yes. going to give us a special at 8 o'clock. So uh, during the week, if you don't catch us uh, today, you can uh, always catch the last show or the next show on theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Everstar Pro, Ron Sheffield, and I fish FLW. You're listening to The Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun, fix me some coffee and a honey bun. Honey bun. Welcome back. It's The Outdoor Zone, live with the bunkhouse. I'm TJ Granny, your host, and here with Beef Steak. Oh, yeah. And Road Rash. 
Hey, for the best Ram truck month savings without stickers scam at other dealerships, come see the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Don't be fooled by some dealership advertisements that show you a lower price and put surprise aftermarket items on their cars to increase the price of the vehicle. Those are called addendums or dealer add-ons. Aftermarket options are available to you and will never be added prior to the purchase of your vehicle without a forementioned consent the nile maxwell supercenter sells more of the most awarded lineup of vehicles from fca that surge and jd power initial quality study that named ram the number one brand in america you have nile's personal promise to beat any competitor's price in central texas just bring us their deal and we'll beat it during nile maxwell's ram truck month 62183 in austin or online anytime at nile maxwell supercenter.com so uh i kept wanting to scream america while you were doing that one america america America. so uh (laughs) cody is typically this is where cody ryan would chime in and start talking to us about the fishing tournaments and stuff going on he's just coming off of the water and uh, headed back to texas and we'll have a complete catch-up on the tournament trail, what's going on out there, how his tournament went. And, uh, and I told him, I want to talk about bass fishing in Texas when he comes on next week, because there's so much going on. And one of the things that's just mind boggling, which I, I want to get his input on is, uh, last week, Oklahoma fisherman Brody Davis caught a 17 point zero six pound bass that is likely according to state officials the biggest bass caught and officially weighed in the lone star state in the last 30 years exceeded only by barry sinclair's 18.8 pound lake fork largemouth caught in 1992 this oh ivy lake is on fire man yep david tuttle of oklahoma drove to 19,000 acre OHIB reservoir located east of San Angelo with big bass on his mind. He slammed a 27.25 inch long female bath girth measuring 23.25 swollen from the eggs. She was carrying the fish hit the, a sixth sense divine swim bait lure and Davis son Stetton netted the boat at, uh, and boated his dad's bass. Anyway, the, state world let's see world record largemouth weighs 22 pound four ounces caught in georgia in 1932 (laughs) so 22 pounds not that far off from world record used to be the world record i think was in from california but uh, i would have thought i would have thought florida georgia georgia 1932 would have thought they caught some 20 pounders in california but Huh. So I did. I heard this interesting thing about the uh, Share Lunker program and people like this. That it since it's uh, on start, there has only been one the only one male that has made it into the Share Lunker program. Really, out of all of them, just one male. And wow. So that I guess that means that I I don't know. It said it was swollen with eggs. I'm a Assuming that's part of it, but those uh, those girls they just got big old girls. Well, and that's what we usually 
uh, I, I usually think of when you're talking about a male bass, I'm usually thinking, you know, the scrawny little guy just running around uh -huh. and, the, and the girls are kind of lollygagging up and down the shoreline. But I want to have some conversations with Cody about that because, yep. man, I mean, that OHIV is on fire. You don't hear a whole bunch more about fork, but used to for a while it was Lake Falcon and Amstad. And for, there was a time where it was choke Canyon and uh, San Ray. I mean, it just kind of moves around a little bit. Um, well, weren't but they doing just, something special with, uh, OHIV, uh, <clears throat> where like damned the, the creeks coming in, they dammed them up and they took out the, uh, the original fish and restocked it. So the bass came up in the right way and they just started the program over. That's what I heard. Uh, well, <clears throat> anyway, so we'll talk cool. with him about mm -hmm. it. Um, Parks and Wildlife launched this cool deal in early February. They tagged a bunch of Guadalupe bass. So Guadalupe bass are uh, local bass named after Guadalupe River. Uh, <laughs> they have that one little species, dot on the back of uh, the unique species tail. to this area. But they tagged a bunch of them and let them loose in the lower Colorado River. And that's between Austin and Smithville. Nice. And so they got this one section of the river and you hear about, you hear about, uh, tagged fish and, you know, all in, in different places around the country, a tagged pike or maybe a trout or something like that. They're they're They do some tagging and stuff, but I, a lot of red fish and, uh, um, coastal fish get tagged for competitions and things mm -hmm. like that. And, uh, this one is pretty cool because it's because it is uh it kind of in our backyard here and it's river fishing and this is so so I, how do you, what in, do you do different when you're river well, fishing what i'm noticing so nothing you're just kind of navigating it in a kayak or a or or a canoe but what i it typically but now you know what i see around here a lot are and i went out in one and uh dove hunting on the river oh my god but they have uh kind of a metal john boats uh -huh. nice ones you know almost like with the console and seats and everything but they have those uh outboards without a prop the jet kind yeah they suck in the water and spit it out and that's how they get down the river like a, a, a ski jet or one yeah, of those, right? Like a jet ski. Yeah. Yeah. And a, a jet man, ski, not a ski jet. There are some really, really nice ones and they will go across some skinny water and, and they're using them all up and down the river. And I just thought, what a cool deal. Now the, the prizes are ho-hum. I, I, I think you get like a, you know, a tote bag with your with Parks and Wildlife logo on it or Shaped something. Shaped like a, a Guadalupe bass. <laughs> yeah. But but anyway, I just thought they, they have some pretty cool stuff. And, and you can go online to uh, Parks and Wildlife and, and get the information on it. But uh, it's it's cleanupthecolorado.org. Cleanupthecolorado.org to get information on it. And we support keeping the river clean, lakes clean. And uh, when I was 
with some boys uh, this weekend at State Park, and we were on a little hike. And uh, I started picking up trash. The boys naturally just started picking up around me. And it was interesting which ones did, like paid attention. I never said anything. Which ones paid attention and started doing it, and which ones didn't. Or totally oblivious to that we were picking up trash. I wonder what the difference was between them. I'll tell you what the difference, <laughs> the difference is between doing some things yourself on a cold, hard cement floor or letting someone else take care of your vehicle repairs. It can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust. That's why we use our friends at Sun Auto Service. Sun Auto Service is a family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. Each and every person, Sun Automotive works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what they do, and we want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials every week. That's sunautomotive.com. Locations are 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway, Cedar Park, and 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and now Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road 620. Go to Sun Auto Services or autoservice.com. All right, coming up next is news of the weird and more. It's all right here on the Outdoor Zone. Live from the Bunkhouse, Sunday morning, 7 to 9 or 24-7, 365 on your favorite podcast platform. They took my saddle in Houston, broke my leg in Santa Fe. Hey, American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the Bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse and recorded live in the bunkhouse for you podcast listeners. Thank you for being a listener to the show live and thank you for being a podcast listener. Um, we we rely on you regulators and uh, it's the reason we get up and do this thing. And um, so I'm TJ Graney, Beef, Cody, and, oh, yeah. and Road Rash. I'll thank you for that. And hey, if you haven't been to shore raw barn grill, you are so missing out on the hottest, newest restaurant in Austin. I can't, you have to follow them on Facebook to really get a feel for what they're doing on there over there, because they are, they post almost every day, a new, uh, a new entree, a new drink, a new, dessert something incredibly unique and special and that is our friends at shore raw bar and grill amazing serving up regional coastal cuisine combining flavors from texas louisiana and mexico they have the best selection of oysters in the austin area with an oyster bar right when you walk in unbelievable all their fresh uh fish and seafood and um uh, meats are brought in fresh every week and handpicked by these folks. They have handmade desserts, handmade breads, 
Rick Wahlberg, Jim Schneider invite you to join them at Shore, located on Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Wyan Oak Hill. The Shore Raw Barn Grill. Go to ShoreATX.com for all the information. They have live music almost every night and twice on Sunday. Their brunch today is killer. Go to ShoreATX.com for all the details. Shore Raw Barn Grill. Go get your song. So now it's time for our news of the weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. So this is uh, an interesting, I, I have a new plan. Oh no. So a new plan. You can buy and name any tree on our new farm. And you can buy a tree for your grandma, for your mom, for your husband. You can name a tree after for how one much? of your loved ones. How much? For a small fee of $125. And do I get visitation and- rights then? So um, no, you just have to believe. You just have to believe. Uh, yeah, no, you gotta, actually, you mm, could break off a little stem. Visitation. I got to think about that part of it. You could break That's off a little part of the ninety-nine dollars for visitation <laughs> once a year on Valentine's Day. Is that the, it? I know it's a little. This is a little bit late, but I thought it was interesting. Uh, zoos across the U.S. broke into Valentine's Day gift market, offering swarms of opportunities named cockroaches after loved ones or maybe an ex the bronx zoo named a roach program now in its 11th year offer an unusual way to show your undying love for 15 dollars, you can name a madagascar hissing cockroach after your special someone the money benefits the wildlife conservation society a nonprofit organization the zoos says the zoo's website it's a gift designed to last last after all roaches are forever the site reminds us you'll get a certificate to memorialize the gift for some like Susie, described on the zoo site as a satisfied roach namer and lover of romance naming a roach has become a valentine's day tradition roses and chocolates come and go but roaches last for an eternity Susie says just like our love man she is selling that man so she does this every year. She has a different boyfriend that gets a roach or what? That sound, I, I think it's the other way around. They name one after, you know, a roach after her. You know, wow. there's a lot of Susie it's, roaches in there. It's an interesting way, you know, it, that whole name a star thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, or planet. I don't know if that's, do they actually give you the coordinates to the star? Oh, yeah, you so could look it up then. That, you could you, you could dial in and get the right direction and you're ready you know horizon and blah 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 you get you get it get you get your own one and look at it it's hard to visit so they've done that you know uh let's see a couple of sports stadiums have done that um which mm, you know where you buy a brick and oh yeah, yeah. walking up churches the, do it churches homes do it i know the uh uh, let's see the Vietnam War Memorial. Yeah, I believe you yeah. know those type of things. That's a good cause, right? I mean, I agree. On. But a 
Cockroach? It just, well, everybody's just, looking. I just, for $15, though, I mean, I wonder how many of they're selling. A hundred, you know, is it really? I guess it's the, they get a lot of press. You know, out at, the old, hits on their out at the old deer lease, we got a lot of uh, raccoons. Maybe we could do that. Have some naming rights. That's an idea. And once a year, we'll Cover just cost we'll bring it to you out there. We'll 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 bring it to you. Frozen. Michigan State Police shared body camera footage from a trooper who rescued a deer trapped in a wire fence. The state police Southwest Michigan Twitter account shared a video showing trooper Stephen Lamb coming to the rescue of a deer with its leg caught in a wire fence next to the highway. The footage shows Lamb slowly approaching the deer and speaking to it to it softly to calm it. Lamb's extract Lamb extracts the deer leg from the fence, and the animal quickly runs off without any signs of serious injury. Marshall Post Marshall Post Trooper Lamb is the undisputed hero for rescuing a doe trapped in a wire fence. The Michigan State Police tweet said. So the first time I ever came across across a deer stuck in a barbed wire fence. Yeah. I made the fatal mistake of cutting the fence. Well, because you're not supposed to cut the fence, right? Not never cut the fence if you're it depends on who you're talking to but if you're talking to the landowner do not cut the fence i think it's do a, not it's a hanging offense in texas you know that is a big deal to cut a guy's fence yeah i think that goes I didn't back know to it. the old days now that i got fences i'm like do not cut the fence that is a huge pain. so what would you do instead I well, mean, you uh, either shoot the deer and use a tag or, um, you know, a lot of times you can get them free. You can just get something in there and kind of detangle them. I saw a video. Uh, of, it happens a lot. Yeah. It happens a whole lot, a lot more than you would think. I saw a video of someone doing that with a Sawzall. <laughs> just came up and cut one of the antlers off. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen and that before. Off. Have you seen the? Uh, I've seen some big deer recently where they were tangled up and they, oh yeah, fighting the both deer died and they were tangled up. Did you see that one uh, that that game warden who shot the antler? They were they were Oh, uh, that's an old one though. Right? I know it's old, but it's still really cool, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, who I think it's that? really cool. Golly. It's like, wow. I thought he was going to shoot the deer, but instead he shot the antler. I'm like, that's a good shot, man. Well, just, I guess pew. he could have gone either way, you know. You you could go either way, right? Maybe he was aiming for the head and missed it. <laughs> just damn a lucky. Oh, yeah. It was a, <clears throat> We've never done that before, that right? right there. Well, but you, you're you going to find, I mean, you find wounded wildlife on the side of the road. I found uh, deer that have been hit by cars and called Parks and Wildlife and gotten permission to, um, you know, take them out and finish them off so they're uh so they're done that's a little controversial in in city though you know well it was a it was i i had two deer one time that were caught on a tennis court and both 
broke their necks smashing into the tennis courts. Wow. And, uh, you know, called my game warden and it was a, a lady and she said, well, are you in a position where you can? And so it was, it was really interesting. So on it, wasn't Nick- in, it wasn't in season <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. Wow. Yeah. Next yeah. door, there was a big thread and a big conversation about, uh, how to take care of an injured deer that was on the side of the road. It got hit. And it was still squirming around, you know, and they're like, oh, that poor deer, what should we do? What should we do? And they're like, you better not fire off inside the city limits. And that one guy chimed up, said, hey, the best thing to do is just go cut its throat. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) that may not be the best thing, but you know what the best thing is? For the best Ram truck month savings without the sticker scam or other dealerships, come see Niall Maxwell Supercenter. Don't be fooled by some dealership advertisements that show you a lower price, then put surprise aftermarket items on their trucks to increase the price of the vehicle. Those are called addendums or dealer add-ons. Don't fall for it. Aftermarket options are available to you and will never be added prior to the purchase of your vehicle without the aforementioned consent. Truckloads of 2022s are showing up every day. And you can shop the entire lineup of brand new, uh, brand new right off the transport of 2022 Rams, Jeeps, Chryslers, Dodge, with all the options at the right place, right price at NileMaxwellSuperCenter.com. You have Nile Maxwell's promise to beat any competitor's price in Central Texas. Just bring their deal to 620 and 183 in Austin. Or go online anytime at NileMaxwellSuperCenter.com. All right, coming up next, Game Warden Field Notes and more. Only one place live in the bunkhouse. Uh, 24-7, 365 on your favorite podcast platform. And you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody on the Outdoor Zone. All right. Welcome back, regulators. Thank you for being tuned in to the Outdoor Zone. You can track us online, theoutdoorzone.com for our webpage and find all the details there on the podcast and find us on all your podcast platforms. We do this show live on Sunday morning, 7 to 9 Central in the u.s and uh and then it's posted as a podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms and want to thank you for being tuned in for that hey uh farmranchstore.com we talk about them all the time if you own one acre if you own a thousand acres you need to know about farmranchstore.com there's no better way to ensure a successful farm or ranch operation than to have the safe and well-built equipment that you can rely on that comes from the folks at farmranchstore.com handling equipment ranching equipment fencing feeders rodeo arenas we're proud to offer you the top quality names powder river prefert ww manufacturer and more they also have the boar buster hog traps everybody knows about the hog problem in texas if you don't know about the hog buster hog traps you gotta go to farmranchstore.com and and uh, watch the videos on them. They're absolutely incredible. Farmranchstore.com, farmranchstore.com. 
That's where the landowner goes to get the job done. Uh, so game warden <laughs> field notes now. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true game warden field notes. So we talk about uh, game wardens and park rangers and, and state park folks all around the country. And I was having this incredible conversation this week with one of the uh, one of the former newspaper outdoor newspaper columnist for major newspaper. I was actually talking with David Sykes. Oh, he yeah. was a columnist for the uh, Corpus Christi Caller Times. And back in the day, back in the day, and I don't know how it is in other states, but back in the day, the uh, newspaper outdoor journalist for the newspaper, the Ray Sassers and Mike Leggett's and, mm -hmm. uh, and those guys, Shannon Tompkins, those guys were the, were the man, they went to the, uh, to the parks and wildlife meetings and they listened to the, to the, um, to the conversations. They were part of the conversations when it was coming to rules, regulations, and, and what the, uh, commission was thinking about doing. And, the commissioners had to had to really pay attention because these guys represented millions, millions of readers, right? And so, so we had kind of some some guys that were bird dog in the commission to to kind of know what was going on, and and now I don't know who really does that, and I'm not saying that you know we got to watch the commission, but it's good to watch and find out what they're talking and thinking about. And they're right now, there's a bunch of stuff going on in, in modifying and changing some of the rules and regulations on hunting and fishing in Texas. So, uh, one of them is, uh, take of white tailed deer in some different counties. So Collin, Dallas, Grayson, and Rockwell counties were all bow hunting counties. And so they're talking about allowing them to use rifles in those counties. Matt sounds like a good, makes sense, right? Yeah. The, allow folks to, if the deer populations are good and, and, uh, people are got their hunting license and, and they're in season, that makes a lot of sense. Um, but some of them are really kind of getting difficult. They're kind of like, uh, one of them is modify proof of sex requirements for harvested buck deer. Modify when proof of sex requirements for white-tailed deer cease at commercial cold storage facility to facilitate this change. New definitions for type one commercial cold storage facility um, and they're talking about having to include, to keep the head with the antlers and not right. just the antlers. So you got to keep the head and the antlers together. I thought you had to do that anyways. That's a we and transporting them. <clears throat> well, and then, and then keeping the, uh, 
what is it keeping the tail uh let's see the department is proposing to modify the antlerless deer definition oh and yeah and then they're working on the antlerless deer defining what that is one inch or less and uh protruding from the skull <laughs> okay. and it must be covered by velvet the whole time the whole way and um I, the point is but that right, so. it there's some fishing and hunting requirement, some changes that one is we need to look at them and see if, do we think these things make sense in our little world? We're, we're hunting and fishing. We're the ones buying the license. We're, we want to make sure we have an input on this. And two, if they change, are we doing it right? You know, you know what, if, yeah, what, one of our hunters that we hunt with, he, uh, he dropped off at the processor and had the tag on the head that was separated. And he got a he got a ticket in the mail later by the game warden that was there checking stuff and said that it's supposed to be on the carcass. On, on the, you know, if he they're mailed separate. him a ticket? Yeah. Afterwards, didn't say a word. Can you believe that? I don't understand that. that. Well... I'll, uh... Well, so there you go. That perfect example of what we need to be doing. So, hey, if you're an outdoors man or woman in the state of Texas, go to your Parks and Wildlife website and look at that. If you're anywhere in the country, you should be going to your Parks and Wildlife website, reading their press releases, trying to find out what's going on with them and be a voice. Because if, if our voice, if we don't use our voice in this, we'll lose our voice in this. Well, according to this, they're taking the public comments and follow right that's that's the big thing now that they're doing it's putting it out right there for public but it's comment. not we'll have david sykes on with us next week i'm hoping to get him on next week nice. to talk about how to deal with parks and wildlife and the new regulations but let's take a break come back on the flip side we're gonna have captain gordon taylor with us we got our peter report we got our armed citizen report all that and more only one place live in the bunkhouse on from 7 to 9 a.m uh or 24 7 365 and it's all at theoutdoorzone.com been replaced by a 1958 model t